0: It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Thursday, May 18, 2023. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. Reports of gray whale strandings along the Pacific coast have jumped since 2019. There's at least one place where these whales seem to be thriving. As KCAW's Meredith Reddick reports, hundreds of gray whales migrating from Mexico to their Arctic feeding grounds are stopping in Sitka along their route. Sitka
1: has always been home to charismatic megafauna like humpback whales and stellar sea lions, but over the past few years, a new marine all-star has emerged.
2: We were pulling into an anchor, uh, anchorage off of Shoals Point. We're just going to sit down there to uh, go to shore and go walk, walk the beach, and these two gray whales came right up to us.
1: That's Blaine Anderson, captain of the sailboat Bob, describing an encounter with a gray whale just west of Sitka. Gray whales have often visited Sitka, but over the past few years, boaters and biologists have seen an unusual increase in gray whale activity.
2: we was just talking to somebody um, up in the parking lot who said at um, one point last year he estimated over 700 uh, whales gray whales.
1: 700 might be on the high end, but whale biologist Lauren Wilde says the number of gray whales in Sitka Sound used to hover around 10 or 20. Since 2019, it's been closer to 150. As Wilde says, it's whale soup out here. Most of the news about gray whales in recent years has been pretty dismal. In May 2019, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration declared an unusual mortality event due to elevated strandings of West Coast gray whales. Before that, a 2015 and 2016 marine heat wave, sometimes referred to as the blob, devastated Pacific Coast fauna from whales to seabirds. In Sitka, though...
3: If people have been seeing them, they're seeing whales rolling around and playing with each other. They're seeing a lot of feeding behavior, um, a lot of social behavior... Some people are seeing what they're, what looks like mating
1: behavior." Like humpbacks, which are commonly seen in Sitka Sound, gray whales use baleen to feed. Unlike humpbacks, gray whales feed in the shallows, filtering silt and sand to get to tiny critters like shrimp. Gray whales are smaller and often covered in parasitic barnacles and long scars from rolling around on the rocks. Wilde usually studies humpbacks and sperm whales, but the gray whale influx has piqued her interest. While it's not entirely clear what is bringing this barnacle-covered baleen bonanza to the waters of Sitka Sound, Wilde has a few ideas.
3: So we sort of wondered if the marine heat wave maybe disrupted some of the, the reliability of food in the Bering Sea and Chukchi Seas in the summer, and if that possibly sort of prompted these whales to be looking for more opportunistic places to forage along their migration routes so they didn't, weren't relying so much on those food sources.
1: The food source? Likely herring eggs on the outer edge of Cruzoff Island.
3: If you look at a map, the tip of Cape Edgecombe is right along the outer coast and if whales are migrating by and they just happen to be there at the right time, they might sort of start seeing more of that herring spawn um, and it might pique their attention.
1: Pacific herrings spawn each spring in the waters around Sitka, and these fish and their eggs are an important food source for marine organisms and humans alike. Herring row in Sitka is already a hotly contested resource, and now these motivated mysticids may have joined the competition. Wild says that the timing and location of gray whale sightings correspond to areas of herring spawn. She also points to observations from Alaska Department of Fish and Game Spawn Surveys.
3: They'll be diving and see gray whales around their dive boat and stuff. Um, So they're certainly in the same area that those eggs are. And then they've seen a few times, they've seen sort of, you know, kelp that looks, you know, seep kelp beds that look sort of shredded, like that they're imagining is probably gray whales coming through and sucking up up eggs off the kelp and rolling around in it.
1: Wild hopes to confirm exactly what these whales are eating, even if the fieldwork gets messy.
3: And obviously you don't know when they're going to defecate, so you kind of have to be at the right place at the right time. And we'll use like a little skim, like almost like a fish pond net, that's fine mesh, to sort of scoop it up. You can also scoop it up with water and like an nalgene or something.
1: Understanding what these whales eat is one part of the puzzle. Wild is also hoping to start building a catalog to identify and track individual whales to figure out which whales are coming to Sitka and where else they're going along their migration route. In the meantime, both Wilde and Anderson urge boaters to be cautious around gray whales, which may be more likely to approach humans than the average Sitka humpback. In Mexico, boaters can legally approach and interact with gray whales.
2: They get chin scratches and they, you know, I've seen pictures of people kissing them. And it's uh, something that perhaps they've gotten used to.
1: The whales may ignore political borders, but Alaska boaters are still required to follow the Marine Mammal Protection Act. To avoid harassing whales, NOAA encourages boaters to stay 100 yards away and put engines into neutral if a whale approaches. We don't know what will happen in the future with these new visitors or what the implications are for the West Coast gray whale population as a whole, but for now, it seems that this struggling population has found a haven in Sitka—feeding, socializing, and even, as Anderson has observed a few times, mating. It was
2: all supposed to happen down in Mexico, but it does seem like they're continuing their their frisky ways up in, as we call it, romantic Sitka sound.
1: Reporting in Sitka, I'm Meredith Reddick.
0: The Alaska Senate on Tuesday passed a bill that would impose the state's first-ever tax on electronic cigarette products. The bill would impose a 25% tax at the retail level on e-cigarette products, including liquids and delivery devices. As reported by the Alaska Beacon, Juno Senator Jesse Keel said the bill wasn't a revenue raiser, but rather an effort to discourage youth use by raising the price. Data from the 2022 Alaska Tobacco Facts update, released in December by the State Department of Health, shows that as of 2019, 26% of Alaska high school students used e-cigarette products. Alaska's tobacco tax has not changed since 2006, a time before use of e-cigarettes, also known as vaping, became common. The current state tax does not include any provisions for e-cigarette products, though several municipalities impose their own local taxes on those products. So far, Senate Bill 89 is the only tax bill to reach either floor of the legislature in the 2023 session. The bill also raises the state's minimum legal age for the purchase of e-cigarette products to 21, matching the federal minimum age as specified in a bill known as Tobacco 21. And it includes some new safety requirements for shipments of vaping liquids. The tax would bring in over $3.2 million in the first year, an amount that would increase slightly in late later years, according to the Alaska Department of Revenue. Most of that money would go into tobacco cessation and prevention funding, as is already the case with existing tobacco tax revenues. The bill passed by a 14-6 vote on Tuesday. If the House does not pass it before Wednesday's adjournment of the current legislative session, the measure could be considered in next year's session. Ketchikan area shoppers stood shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder Wednesday morning as they waited to enter the new Three Bears Alaska store. KRBD's Regan Miller was at the grand opening for the Three Bears Alaska store in Saxman and has this report. The parking lot is packed with
4: cars and people are standing in line waiting for the doors to open to Three Bears Alaska's newest location at the Saxman seaport. It's not every day Ketchikan gets into a new grocery store, especially not one that draws murmured comparisons to Costco. But before heading inside, there is a welcoming ceremony. Cape Fox dancers perform traditional dances, welcoming customers and thanking the store staff. Dancer and member of the Cape Fox Corporation's board of directors, Kenneth White, unveils a carving that he made for the store. It's a form-line design of Three Bears. Billy Joe Thomas, Saxman's vice mayor, also gives remarks.
2: This is going to be so big for the future and growth of our small community. This is just the beginning. Thank you, Three Bears. Thank you, K-Fox Corporation.
4: Then the store's owner, flanked by staff, takes out a huge pair of ceremonial scissors and cuts the ribbon to the store. Inside, high ceilings, heavy industrial shelves, and rows and rows of inventory stretch out ahead of the crowd. People wander the wide aisles eating corn dogs and navigating their shopping carts through the throng. David Guzman is doing a little price comparison shopping.
2: It looks pretty well organized right now and uh, kind of has a Costco feel to it. So I'm just basically just uh, price comparison right now, is what I'm doing. And uh, so far, the prices look really good.
4: Sean Carney is a fisherman. He says he's happy with the store's selection.
2: I think it's great. I think it's a great opportunity for Ketchikan to save a lot of money. And uh, I really thank Saxman for bringing it here.
4: The store has an attached Ace Hardware. For shopper Hank Kreeth, it brings back memories of another South End store, Tatsuda's IGA, a Ketchikan staple until a landslide destroyed the store in 2020.
2: It It needs something down here just to make the travel a lot less for people that live down here
4: had only been in the store for a few minutes. He says he had more browsing to do before he could comment on what's offered. I haven't even scratched the surface. So. With the doors officially open, Three Bears is the only grocery store south of Ketchikan City Limits. The store is open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week. The Ace Hardware is open 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. seven days a week. In Ketchikan, I'm Reggie
0: Miller. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a quick look at the weather for Sitka for today, Thursday, May 18th, 2023. Today sunny with a high near 65, north wind around 5 miles per hour, becoming west in the afternoon. Tonight showers likely, mainly after 4 a.m., increasing clouds with a low around 52, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles per hour, chance of precipitation is 60%. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW you in Sitka. Good morning.